fighting for freedom every day. They are absolutely desperate to pretend the last four years never happened and for them to go back to what they like to do before, which is create these massive spending bills to pretend that it's really, really important to you when you only get about 5% of what's in the bill and they can't do it because we're aware of it. We're paying attention to it and they don't like that. This is The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Darn right, it's The Voice of Reason. I am Andy Hoosier. Welcome into a post-Monday celebration. What a mess that we saw today. Holy cow. I don't know if you've been watching these January 6th committee hearings in Washington, (laughs) D.C. They're kind of comical, and it really shows that they have no clue what the heck they're talking about. They definitely missed the boat, as usual, with these because they're already looking for a certain political agenda and a certain outcome that they want as opposed to getting down to the actual truth. We got some audio. We'll play that for you here in just a little bit. Plus, we have some updates from the Olympics out in Japan. The stress, the agony, the torture that many of these athletes have to go through in order to play there. They're losing their minds. I know. I know it. We'll get to all that and more here on the show in just a little bit. Welcome in broadcasting live out of the heart of the nation here in Wichita, Kansas, on our flagship radio station all over the country, radio and TV, live streaming, podcasting, wherever you may be watching or listening, your millennial general reporting for duty the way we do every single day. You can find us on our website at whosyourreason.com, all of our social media with the handle at whosyourreason. Let's jump right into our guest here. What do you say? We have our guest at the beginning of the program today as we talk about the latest with uh, kind of a generalized topic or a little bit broader topic, but specifically it comes down with the concept of COVID. We see California, we see New York, we see other states starting to implement mask mandates and social distancing again. We now see them starting to put in mandates to force you to get vaccinated. If you're a state employee, if you're a city or county employee, if you're a healthcare worker all across the board in these states and other states are starting to look at it as well. Hospitals are starting to look at it as well. School districts starting to implement mask mandates again until we can get those 12 year olds and 10 year olds vaccinated for COVID-19. It's a weird world out there. And the big question really, uh, look, I've told you this before, every issue that we have, whether it's new technology, whether it's a new issue, whether it's a new political topic of the day, the flavor of the day, whatever you want to call it, no matter what you talk about, it always comes down to our basic principles as conservatives with the three pillars of freedom, of liberty, of the right to do what you need to, life, liberty, and the private property, life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness, the three pillars of what you base your livelihood on. And no matter what the issue may be, Then it comes back down to those. And if you remember, oh, I don't know, just a year or so ago and even sooner, we've talked about the difference between freedom and security. As you know, some of the founding founders said that if you give up your freedom for security, then you deserve deserve neither because that's true. You are your own freedom. You are your own security. You do it. When you give up your livelihood, your God-given natural-born rights for any type of security, then you don't deserve either one because they are God-given rights. Just because there's a pandemic does not mean your rights under the Constitution are suspended in any way, shape, or form, which means every business out there shouldn't have been able to get shut down, which means every person that couldn't walk into a store because of a mask mandate shouldn't have had that Uh, mandate come down upon them Uh, mandating putting something into your body as a vaccine whether you like the vaccine or not shouldn't happen so the idea of tech remember whole 9-11 remember the patriot act giving up that freedom for security 
Now we have metadata collection. Now we have zero privacy on our cell phones and zero privacy on all the smart technology that we have in our home. Is it now bleeding into the COVID pandemic as well? To talk about this and more, super excited to have on the program with us. He is the vice president of Understanding the Threat, UTT. Also, he is the Republican chair for the great state of Oklahoma, just south of us here in Kansas. Excited to have on here Mr. John Bennett with us here. John, how are you, my friend? Doing great, Andy. Thanks for having me on today. Hey, it's great to have you on the show. I appreciate you coming on very much. So it's weird how, again, all of these issues boil down to our three basic principles of life, liberty, and private property. It's funny how those always seem to uh, to be tested throughout time, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. And um, it always boils down to that. That's why our founding fathers built our foundation around that, because they knew what it was like to have all those things stripped away from them from a tyrannical government, and we're seeing the same things happen today. As a matter of fact, we're seeing people actually freely give up their rights and say, well, we need to do that, but we got to trust the government to take care of us, when in reality it's our responsibility, our right to take care of ourselves. It's necessary, but when we get scared, I mean, look, the the Constitution, the Declaration of Independence, the Constitution was built during unstable times we wrote the declaration of independence to free ourselves from the strongest nation on the face of the earth at that time we built the constitution after a crumbling crumbling articles confederation and our nation about collapsed because we couldn't sustain ourselves at that time so all the rights the god-given rights that we wrote to protect in the constitution in the declaration of independence of what we wanted from a government all of that stuff doesn't go away when times get tough. That's when we should be embracing those things. But we seem to have forgotten that concept. Oh, absolutely right. I mean, when Dr. Benjamin Franklin was walking out of Independence Hall after the Constitutional Convention in the late 1700s, he was asked, what have you done for us? And he said, we've given you a republic if you can keep it. Mm-hmm. Today, we don't know. Most ch- most kids and most adults don't even know what this country was built upon. It was a constitutional republic, not a democracy, and that republic requires a moral standard. Our entire country was built upon the laws of nature and nature's God, which was clearly defined at our founding, as we see in Blackstone's commentaries, as God's word and God's will, and our unalienable rights. And the government is there to protect those rights for us, not try to take them away. But the roles have flipped, and people are willingly allowing them to do that, because they don't even know what this country was even founded on or what our God-given rights are. Yeah, amen to that. You guys, uh, obviously, being down in Oklahoma, you guys didn't really go into too many mandates, did you? I mean, it's, uh, I know a lot of people that go down there to the casinos down in Oklahoma, and they said throughout the last year there were no mask mandates. You guys didn't really enforce a whole lot of that stuff. How has Oklahoma fared throughout the last year with COVID? Oklahoma is doing great. Our, our economy is doing good. People are coming here. They're moving here. We call it free America because we we believe in states' rights, for one, but we also believe in personal rights and personal responsibility. Our governor never shut down the state. We did have some communist uh, city mayors, Democrat mayors, that implemented their own mask mandates and things, but they weren't. they were kind of loose. But overall, the governor never shut the state down, and we've been able to thrive because of it. Because we've had that personal liberty. That's amazing. That's amazing. We're talking with John Bennett, uh, Vice President of Understanding the Threat. You can find him online at understandingthethreat.com. Also, former FBI's Joint Terrorism Task Force. Uh, Talk about this. uh, I mean, where did this come from? When did we really start seeing freedom 
go to the wayside. Was it really a big leap during the Patriot Act after 9-11? Because that was a huge thing. And Republicans, Democrats alike, I supported it for a while. I was like, yeah, we kind of need something like this. And then the more we realized what was in it, then we're like, oh, well, maybe we shouldn't have done that. Is that really the big push that we've seen as of the last couple decades? Well, that was one of them for sure. I mean, the um, we we all do things based off of fear that we normally wouldn't do. And we were so fearful because we were hit on 9-11 in our own country that everyone was like, we got to do whatever it takes to never let that happen again. And who was it? Rahm Emanuel said, never let a good crisis go to waste. Well, they didn't. And um, now look where we're at today. And over time, we just give up more and more and more rights thinking that, well, we're going to be okay. They're going to protect us. When in fact, it's, it's the exact opposite. Well, we become desensitized to it. I mean, I'm a millennial. I'm 32 years old. My generation, the latest uh, I saw a year or two ago about one of these stats about my generation would give up their privacy on their email for a free pizza to to have someone actually go in and monitor the government or a big tech or somebody to go in and just monitor their emails. They wouldn't care even if they got a free pizza. I mean, we've become so desensitized and it's such a norm to us that the concept of, no, you have no right to look at what I'm looking at or what I'm reading or what emails I have or what text messages I have or what social media posts I make. Like, I don't know whether social media has contributed to that or not. I'm sure it has. But my generation, there's so many that just don't even, it's not even a thought to them. They just don't care. And that's a scary thought to me. Well, I think I would submit this to you, that a lot of them, because they don't truly understand what freedom costs, and to get us where we're at today, and we're so blessed and so spoiled in our country, we're willing to give things up because we don't know what we're actually losing. i got to tell you, I was I fought in combat in Iraq and Afghanistan, and I saw some amazing sacrifice from our men and women in uniform. So I have a different outlook or different t- taste. I know the real cost of freedom, and not just some cliche term, but I know, I've seen it. And I'm willing to fight whatever it takes to make sure that generations after me don't have their freedom stripped, but a lot of generations today don't have any clue that they're even getting these things taken away because they're so used to getting everything they want when they want it, and there's been no real price to pay. Yeah. And when that happens, we generations tend to say, well, it's no big deal. Go ahead and give it away because we'll, we'll get something back. We'll get something out of it. Yeah, amen to that. that's where we're at today. It is where we're at, because that's the big question. How do we get this back with a desensitized generation, a large portion of the population that just doesn't care and think it's necessary, and it's just a way of life? How do we re-educate this generation or the ones upcoming and be like, I know you're going into a crazy tech world. I know you're going into a post-COVID world, if that's what we want to call it, where we just you know allow government to say that you're not an essential business, you need to show your vaccination card, you need to wear a face mask, whatever's going to happen in the future, God forbid that stuff does happen, how do we re-educate and remind individuals that you have personal privacy, you have freedom for you to choose what you want to do, and no one can take that away? Well, the the communists have in, have infiltrated our school systems, our public education systems, for over 100 years. We're seeing the intentional outcome of what they pushed all this time now. We're seeing this today. Um, and one way to defeat all that is, one, re-implement America's founding principles being taught in our school systems, the real history of who we are and what we were founded on. And so because it's a natural enemy to communism, um, the Islamic threat, you name it, whatever totalitarian system is trying to tear down our constitutional republic, um, it's a natural enemy to that if they just know and understand America's founding principles. And then in addition to that, that would be a good start. In addition to that, we need more civil disobedience. 
We need people to stand up and say, no, I'm not requiring a mask be worn in my restaurant. You've got a right to come in or not. If you don't want to come in or if you, if you don't want to come in because we're not wearing masks, then go somewhere else. Yeah. We need people to stand up and tell others we're not patronizing your establishment if you require us to wear a mask and sit six feet apart and put up all these petitions. Because what they're doing with all that is dividing the entire country. We're getting away from being personal and having personal relationships with each other and understanding who we are as a people. And as they do that, we get more and more desensitized, and it, we're freely giving up the rights that we have that we should be fighting for. Yeah. I, I, and if someone that's bold stands up, boldly stands up against this, people will follow them. We need more lions to stand up and start roaring is what we need. I walked in Walmart in Oklahoma and when the COVID first started, and I knew it was it was a bunch of crap, and I, I refused to wear a mask. I walked in. There was a lady sitting there telling everyone, put a mask on. Here, put this on your hands. I walked in, and she screams out loud. There's four people behind me walking in. She says, you don't have a mask on. And I turned and looked at her, and I said, well, ma'am, I don't have underwear on either. Is that a problem? And her <laughs> face turned red as it could be. And the four people behind me, which were wearing masks, started laughing. They pulled their mask off and stuck it in their pocket. Ah. And I told the lady, I said, I'm not, I'm not listening to this communist garbage. I'm not wearing a mask. I love it. And the four people behind me took theirs off, too. Just one example. If we have some civil disobedience and people start standing up for their rights, more courage. will come behind them. Yeah. John, we got to take a break here. Can you stick over one more segment with us? Absolutely. I love it. Hang tight here. John Bennett, uh, he is with Understanding the Thread, also GOP chair for the state of Oklahoma. Lots more coming up when we take a break here on a post-Monday celebration on The Voice of Reason. Stay here. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier with The Voice of Reason. Fighting for conservative principles seems more difficult all the time. The progressive left seems to find new and creative ways to limit freedom, abuse power, and trample the Constitution each and every day. That's why we need the knowledge, resources, and common sense to push back. And we can help with that. Visit our website at HoosierReason.com. There's some really great stuff for you. You can read the latest blog discussing topical issues and current events. Let us know your thoughts by filling out our monthly survey. Keep track of what I might be doing or where I may be speaking. Listen to the podcast of your favorite guest or show. And check out our latest Voice of Reason product infomercials. Plus, you can find upcoming show schedules and guest lineups to plan your radio listening appropriately. And finally, make sure to become a Hoosier-holic by subscribing to the free newsletter. Stay up to date on the latest news of the show, fun facts of the month, and learn new ways to defend and preserve this great republic. It's all there at HoosierReason.com. Again, HoosierReason.com. Go check it out. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite, when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at HoosierReason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or find our contact information at HoosierReason.com. Miss part of the show? Don't worry about it. There's plenty of ways to catch the program, and here's how you can do it. First, make sure to tune in every day right here on your favorite radio station. We're here for you. Second, subscribe to the podcast on any of your favorite sites. YouTube and iTunes, Spotify and Google Play, TuneIn, Podbean, and more. Have the show automatically downloaded to your favorite device. Last, visit our website at HoosierReason.com. You can listen to the podcast, catch our special features, and more. It's the voice of reason on radio, TV, and online, helping you defend and preserve this great Republic. 
You're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. So I'm getting a lot of messages on social media. How a few people reach out. I like that idea. I'm not wearing any underwear either. I, I, John, way to go. I think you started a movement right there. People are going to start using that walking into the stores. Talking with John Bennett, state Republican chair for the state of Oklahoma, also vice president for understanding the threat. Uh, I love it. Uh, and you're right. I mean, once it's funny, once they see someone be bold, which we always say on the radio show here that we're the catalyst for change, we're the catalyst for the conservative movement, because we want you to be bold and not be afraid to stand up and actually speak out what's on your mind, because there's a lot of people that believe or think the same way that we do. They just don't want the publicity or the attacks on them publicly if they come out and say it. So they'll support you. They'll move behind you. They just don't want to do it themselves. That's right. Yeah. And that's that's what I'm doing here in Oklahoma. I've uh, politicians, pastors, community leaders, I'm holding them all accountable because they should be leading and they should be the ones out front saying, no, this is, we're not going to do this here. We're not going to deal with this. But instead, they're capitulating, they're compromising pastors and politicians saying, oh, yeah, well, let's just go ahead and do this. Yeah. And that, that misleads everyone else. And what they need to be doing is standing up bold like a lion and saying, no, we're not doing that. Yeah. And then the people get behind them, but we're not seeing that. We're not seeing that. We got just a few minutes here, about two and a half minutes left before we got to let you go. But uh, being with understanding the threat, I want to talk about security and threats for just a second. We have seen the uh, the terrorist threats from abroad kind of go to the wayside in the mainstream. Now we have the January 6th uh, committee hearing up in D.C. talking about domestic terrorism, because if you're a Trump supporter, if you're a conservative, if you're for if you're a Republican that clings to your guns and Bibles. Now you're considered the threat in America, which is what the government's kind of shifting gears for. Is there something we need to worry about here, and how can we counter this movement that's going on? Because the progressives, they're kind of running things in D.C., and they're seeing you and I, the conservatives, the Republicans, the gun-toters, the the individuals that like freedom, we're now the domestic terrorists in the country. Yes, it's a battle of narratives, and that's the narrative they're running with. I mean, just recently you saw where Paul Paul Hodgkins, I think his name was, um, he was carrying a flag. The Capitol Police allowed, open the doors and let people come into the Capitol. He was just strolling around in there, didn't do anything other than that, and they just charged him. They're trying to get him uh, convicted on uh, being a domestic terrorist for carrying a flag. Wow. And they're trying to give him eight months in prison. Unbelievable. And if, if they're allowed to get away with that, they're just tipping their toe in the water right now. The government is trying to see what they can get away with. And you will see more after this if the citizens don't rise up and say, no, we're not going to take this anymore. Yeah, that's the question I want. I mean, obviously, no one wants to see any type of uprising. No one's advocating for any type of civil war. But if they start labeling the majority of the population in the U.S. as domestic terrorists because we support Trump, we voted Republican, we're conservative, we have registered firearms in our homes, and we're considered the threat because we could potentially be the ones rising up sort of thing, you're going to see a lot of really angry people, aren't you? Absolutely. So there's got to be a way for that uh, that pot before it blows. There's got to be a release. And that release, really, what we all need to be doing, we're doing it in Oklahoma, we need to seal your state off from the ground level up through government, uh, through all levels of government, from the school boards to the city councils to the, all the way up to the statewide elected officials. So you can seal your state off from overreach from the federal government. Because if we don't do that, they're going to just come into our states and do whatever they want to. They, they have 18 innumerable powers. Anything outside of that, they should be thrown out of your state. And the linchpin to all that is your state legislator, your governor, all the way down to your school boards and your constitutionally elected sheriffs. Yeah. 
Amen. They have the authority and right to kick these federal agents out. Yeah, that's awesome. States' rights, getting back to the basics, getting politics back to the local level, having control at that local level and booting out the feds and not allowing them to send those mandates down and control down to that local level. And you guys are doing it. You guys are rocking it. I love the state of Oklahoma. I love what you guys are doing. John Bennett with the vice president, Understanding the Threat. You can find them understandingthethreat.com. Also, state Republican chair for Oklahoma. John, I love having you on the program, brother. Let's get you back on the show again real soon. Love to come back, Andy. Thank you. Hey, absolutely. Appreciate that very much. We'll take a break. Bottom of the hour news. When we come back, we got lots to get to. We'll talk about the January 6th hearings, what's going on in D.C. We got some audio for you. We'll see what the heck they're talking about and how we can counter some of this at the local levels. Here on The Voice of Reason. Stay here. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. While you listen to the delightful broadcast of The Voice of Reason, don't forget to check us out and follow us on all of our social media sites. Whether you're using Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Minds.com, or Instagram, we're there for you. Find us at Hoosier Reason on any of your social media platforms. You'll see special commentary, links to the articles and news that we use on the show, and videos of the broadcast. Plus, you can directly send us a message on social media during the show to let me know your thoughts. Many already do, and it's a great chat room for all of our great listeners. And you can always sign up for the Patreon site to get exclusive content, maybe hear show products before we air them on the radio, and a lot more. And when you support us on Patreon, you also help the show be able to fight for conservative values each and every day. So it's a win-win. Just find us at Hoosier Reason on all of your social media platforms, or you can find a link to all of our social media sites on our website at HoosierReason.com. We know you're on social media already, so bring some reason into your day. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do. When Reason Meets Radio. You're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Darn right you are. Halfway through the program already for a post-Monday celebration. The greatest day of the entire week. I don't care what anybody else says. It's the best day of the week, and you know it too. Welcome back in. Radio, TV, live streaming, podcasting, trying to rebrand the millennial generation. One radio listener at a time. Stumbling through the radio program like Joe Biden through a press conference. <laughs> Still doesn't get old. I don't care. Doesn't get old. Even after he's gone, which, by the way, I saw a story. The media is beginning to turn on him. Democrats beginning to turn on him. I give him another maybe six months and he's gone. I'm telling you, they're putting the seeds in now. We'll talk about that a little bit later on the program. I want to remind you, we are coming up towards the end of the month, which means it is almost that time again. We should send it out maybe this weekend, early next week. I'm guessing maybe Monday. Monday is the goal. Let's send it out Monday morning. If you have not signed up for our newsletter, highly recommended to do. I thank you if you do. I know a lot of people have. We get more signups every single month. So th- there's not been a single month since we've started this where we have not grown very largely with new people signing on every single month. So thank you for that. With more people finding it, more people signing up, it's totally free. It's just a newsletter. We email you at the beginning of each month. We have our monthly blog on there. We have some uh, holidays, some federal uh, or, or government civic holidays that are coming up for the next month. We talk about the show and what's been on the show, what's coming up on the show, the Hoosier Media Network and what we're doing with the entire network, all the great shows that we have under our network. It's really awesome. It's totally free. We do not spam you with emails all the time. It's just a once a month email that you can sign up for. You can find information at HoosierReason.com against H-O-O-S-E-R Reason.com. H-O-O-S-E-R Reason.com. It'll pop up and say, do you want to become a Hoosier-holic? And you say, yes. 
Type in your email, and we'll get that sent off to you at the beginning of the month, and I'm super excited about it. So thank you for that. We're seeing – I'm telling you, thank you. Thank you, thank you for the for the newsletter and for the podcast downloads. We are seeing an exponential. We're like 50% above what we were this time last month, which is crazy because we've grown every month as well already, and we've grown really large this month. So that's awesome. We thank you for that as well very much. Growing like a weed, baby. That's what we're doing. And we couldn't continue to do this without you. So check it out. Also, our social media, you can always sign up for that. All the links are at HoosierReason.com. And the uh, handle is at HoosierReason on all of these social media. Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch.tv, OurFreedomBook.com, Instagram, TikTok, all that good jazz. So we appreciate that very much. All right, let's shift gears a little bit here. And uh, by the way, thanks to John Bennett coming on the program. You guys got an awesome one down there in Oklahoma. Well done. New chair for the Republican Party down in Oklahoma, and we'll get him back on the show. Definitely want to try and make him a semi-regular guest as he's in the Mid-America region as uh, us here in Kansas. But awesome guy. He's got a lot of background, done a lot of stuff, been in the military on the terrorism task force, also with understandingthethreat.com, and then, of course, running the GOP there in Oklahoma. So awesome guy. We appreciate his time, and we'll get him back on the show again really soon because he had some great insight on some stuff, and uh, we'll definitely chat with him again. Speaking of threats i say that sarcastically because we hear the january 6th hearings are going on in washington dc and everybody should be scared now of course this is all political you can see this is what drives me almost away from politics because it's so angering to see the absurd ridiculous false the 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 false hatred the false anger the fake anger just to cause issue because they want to try and promote a political agenda. It's just like the impeachment that they had with Donald Trump. It was all a farce. There was nothing legitimate about the impeachment process both times in any way, shape, or form. He didn't collude with Russia. He didn't try and actually advocate for violence. He didn't advocate for anything to overturn or or, or disrupt. Or he didn't do any of that. It was a farce. They knew it. They knew it going in. It was nothing more than a show to put on, saying that they're doing the constitutional process, they're doing the uh, the the congressional process through the hearings, and they're going to bring up witnesses and they're going to testify. There we have their answer. They know what we want, or they know what they want, and they're going to promote it. That's why you could see what the makeup of the panel actually is, because they didn't put someone like Jim Jordan on there, congressman from Ohio. They didn't put him on the on the committee to actually investigate. No, no, no. They put individu- individuals like Liz Cheney, who's been anti-Trump since the very beginning, who hates Donald Trump with a passion, who sides with Democrats 80% of the time, and she's supposed to be the representative of Republican values and Republican voices on the committee to investigate whether Trump actually uh, incited riots and violence on January 6th at in Washington, D.C. I love it, too, because the chair of it, I don't remember his name, he was introducing Liz Cheney, and he goes, well, you know, this is a bipartisan committee. So here's, I got to set this up first, I guess. Take a step back here. There are four police officers that were there yesterday, or today, testifying, throughout the day today. They were testifying on their experience there. Now, when you testify about an issue, you want the facts. You want hard facts about what actually happened. You didn't get that. You get emotion. I felt very scared. I felt very threatened. I felt I felt. It's not about feelings. When you're doing an investigation, and remember this, if you're doing a personal investigation, if you're trying to do an audit, if you're trying to, no emotion. You erase that away, you get rid of the emotion, you look at black and white numbers, and you put on the blinders, and you forget emotion in any way, shape, or form. Now, I want to read you a headline from Yahoo News on whether that actually happened or not. 
Four police officers on Tuesday told lawmakers that they were beaten, taunted with racial insults, heard threats including kill him with his own gun, and thought they might die as they struggled to defend the U.S. Capitol on January 6th against a mob of then-President Donald Trump supporters. That's, by the way, up for the debate, too, so we can see exactly where the uh, media mindset is here. Often tear, uh, tearful, sometimes profane, the officers called the rioters terrorists, engaged in an attempted coup. During the three-and-a-half-hour congressional hearing, they also criticized Republican lawmakers who have sought to downplay the attacks. Quote, I feel like I went to hell and back to protect the people in this room. The indifference shown to my colleagues is disgraceful. Now, Nothing against the police officers, because obviously, being on the conservative end, we support law enforcement, which doesn't jive with everything that we just heard right there, right? They're Trump supporters. They're conservatives, supposedly. They're Trump supporters. They're conservatives. They're Republicans. We support law enforcement. Do you really think that the side that's been going after Black Lives Matter and Antifa, who hate law enforcement, are going to go there and actually say they support cops while belittling and throwing racist comments at cops while breaking into the con- to con- congressional halls? I mean, it could happen in the heat of the moment, I guess. Maybe. Doesn't make any sense. To me, personally, that's a red flag that pops up. Wait a second. Stories aren't jiving here. We're the side that supports law enforcement. We're the side that doesn't like racism. We're the side that doesn't like segregation. We're the side that actually abides by the rules. I Yes, we're frustrated because many individuals feel that the election was stolen, so that's why they were there. 200,000 people were there in Washington, D.C. To, to listen to Trump speak over a mile away while we have a few rioters of like 100 people that broke into the Capitol. But yet, we're supposed to believe that it's all the Trump supporters that went in just was a mob riot into the Capitol that day with all these Trump supporters. Things just aren't adding up. The things that make you go, hmm. But when things don't add up and we don't have all the info, that's when they're like, Andy, you're a conspiracy theorist. Andy, stop putting on the tinfoil hat. When I'm just trying to ask questions. I mean, if it's legitimate, then it's legitimate. Let's find out. But... As we hear the emotional response from law enforcement, we're not supposed to hear emotion during a time of investigation, are we? We're supposed to hear fact. Here's the facts. Okay, this individual broke the window. I told this individual not to do something, and then they went and did it as well. I don't care about your emotion. I don't care about how fearful you are. Guess what? You're law enforcement. You're put in fearful situations all the time. I don't want to hear about your emotion. I want to hear about the hard-lined facts of what actually happened. But you can tell... Just that headline, that first paragraph shows exactly the message that they're sending out through the media and through this committee. They already have their minds made up. So then they say, well, what's the Republican perspective on this issue? Because the guy, the, the, the president of this, this chair, this committee, well, we want perspective from bipartisan ideas. So we want the Republicans to have their say, too. And to give us the Republican perspective, here's Liz Cheney. We cannot leave the violence of January 6th and its causes uninvestigated. The American people deserve the full and open testimony of every person with knowledge of the planning and preparation for January 6th. We must know what happened here at the Capitol. We must also know what happened every minute of that day in the White House. Every phone call, every conversation, every meeting leading up to, during, and after the attack. I don't know if you noticed it, but they already have their minds made up. Even on the quote-unquote Republican side, as Liz Cheney being the Republican, quote not Jim Jordan, who actually is really good to counter ideas and 
uh, and mindsets and concepts and just assumptions to go in and challenge those things. Not that kind of guy. No, no. It's got to be Liz Cheney, who's hated Trump all the way and supported uh, going after him since the very beginning and voted to impeach him a second time because she thought he incited the riots. And she's supposed to be the objective one when she says literally in this committee, it's investigating not everybody in Congress about potential phone calls from other sides of the aisle or how the other side reacted. Maybe we could investigate Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez lying about the fear that she was in and how they dragged her from her office and how there were people in there screaming to coming after her when none of that happened because she was actually in a separate building. None of those lies are coming out. But we need to investigate every single phone call, every single minute, every single conversation, every single person from the Trump administration and from the White House. The targets are directly on him, nowhere else. But yet they're supposed to be objective, right? She continues. I have been a conservative Republican since 1984. <laughs> Sorry, I had to stop there. I thought, I thought that was funny. When I first voted for Ronald Reagan, I've disagreed sharply on policy and politics with almost every Democratic member of this committee. But in the end, we are one nation under God. The framers of our Constitution recognized the danger of the vicious factionalism of partisan politics. And they knew that our daily arguments could become so fierce that we might lose track of our most important obligation to defend the rule of law and the freedom of all Americans. It's all a show. It's all just the show to make you feel like they're doing something because they have their own agenda. Because if they go after Trump, they're going after every Trump supporter. You're now going to be labeled as a domestic terrorist in this nation so they can put regulations on you, ban you from getting firearms, ban you from rights, because you're a threat to this country. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier with The Voice of Reason. Fighting for conservative principles seems more difficult all the time. The progressive left seems to find new and creative ways to limit freedom, abuse power, and trample the Constitution each and every day. That's why we need the knowledge, resources, and common sense to push back. And we can help with that. Visit our website at HoosierReason.com. There's some really great stuff for you. You can read the latest blog discussing topical issues and current events. Let us know your thoughts by filling out our monthly survey. Keep track of what I might be doing or where I may be speaking. Listen to the podcast of your favorite guest or show. And check out our latest Voice of Reason product infomercials. Plus, you can find upcoming show schedules and guest lineups to plan your radio listening appropriately. And finally, make sure to become a Hoosier-holic by subscribing to the free newsletter. Stay up to date on the latest news of the show, fun facts of the month, and learn new ways to defend and preserve this great republic. It's all there at HoosierReason.com. Again, HoosierReason.com. Go check it out. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do. Miss part of the show? Don't worry about it. There's plenty of ways to catch the program. And here's how you can do it. First, make sure to tune in every day right here on your favorite radio station. We're here for you. Second, subscribe to the podcast on any of your favorite sites. YouTube and iTunes, Spotify and Google Play, TuneIn, Podbean, and more. Have the show automatically downloaded to your favorite device. Last, visit our website at HoosierReason.com. You can listen to the podcast, catch our special features, and more. It's the voice of reason on radio, TV, and online. 
Nation, helping you defend and preserve this great republic. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite, when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at HoosierReason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or find our contact information at HoosierReason.com. You're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. I think I just found my favorite audio clip of all time, and it's not even Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. I know. It's not even this anymore. I am told this is a garbage disposal. (laughs) That's not my favorite clip anymore. It's not the most oxymoronic, hypocritical, absurd, satirical piece out there anymore. It's now this one. I have been a conservative Republican since 1984. (laughs) I was Liz Cheney at the hearings earlier today trying to represent the so-called conservative movement within there. Uh, Here's what she had to say again about how impartial they are going into this movement uh, for this committee trying to understand what happened on January 6th and trying to get down to the bottom of it. Not just from everybody, but what happened in the White House. I have been a conservative Republican since 1984, when I first voted for Ronald Reagan. I've disagreed sharply on policy and politics with almost every Democratic member of this committee. But in the end, we are one nation under God. The framers of our Constitution recognized the danger of the vicious factionalism of partisan politics. And they knew that our daily arguments... Okay, hold on right there. There's something really interesting right there. The Founding Fathers didn't like the partisan politics that was going to lead this country. You're absolutely right. Look, when they talk really sweet, they talk really nice. You're like, oh, yeah, okay, that makes sense. Except they don't believe it. But that's right there. That's her justification for voting with Democrats 80% of the time as a Republican because she's bipartisan. And remember, in bipartisanship today, that means Republicans like her and like Mitt Romney and like Lisa Murkowski and like Ben Sass and like Jeff Flake and like uh, Susan Collins and like so many others. That means that that gives them the right to just compromise and give up everything they believe in just to give the other side the win so they can say, I work together to make that happen. Now, it might be a horrible policy, and it might be a horrible legislation, but as long as they did it together in a bipartisan way, then we were able to hold hands and sing kumbaya, and we can destroy everybody together because we worked on it in a bipartisan manner because we don't like partisan politics. This could become so fierce that we might lose track of our most important obligation to defend the rule of law and the freedom of all Americans. There should be a really simple response to this. Let's be honest. They want they want to get down to it because we, do we really hate our opponents politically more so than loving this country? That's what she's essentially saying here. Until January 6th, we were proof positive for the world that a nation conceived in liberty could long endure. But now January 6th threatens our most sacred legacy. The question for every one of us who serves in Congress, for every elected official across this great nation, indeed for every American, is this. Will we adhere to the rule of law? Will we respect the rulings of our courts? Will we preserve the peaceful transition of power? Or will we be so blinded by partisanship 
that we throw away the miracle of America? Do we hate our political adversaries more than we love our country and revere our Constitution? If this was truly an issue, which is why you know this is staged, which is why you know this is nothing but a farce, which is why you know this is nothing more than just a show because they have their opinion made, they have the agenda made, they already know what the outcome's going to be. We don't have to watch it. We don't have to follow it. We don't have to pay attention to it. We don't have to listen to it because we already know the end of this movie. We already know how the movie plays out. There is no catch. There is no twist. There is no plot twist. There is nothing in there that's going to shock us. What they're essentially saying is we know the answer to this because it was Donald Trump supporters that were holding American flags. I guess it's easy to be able to depict a Donald Trump Republican when you're holding an American flag that's out there up upset about an election, walked into the Capitol, and now you're a domestic terrorist. If you truly honestly believed in the rule of law, if you truly honestly believed in standing up for the rule of law and not protesting and not hating with bitter vileness your political opponent, where were the hell were you in the last year when we saw assaults on Republicans that had MAGA hats on? Where were you when Kathy Griffin held a picture of a decapitated Trump? Where were you when the Broadway play showed a assassination of a president or a king or an emperor that looked like Donald Trump? Where were you when they attacked people with MAGA hats in the streets? Where were you when Black Lives Matter ended up burning down buildings and attacking people in the streets? Where were you when Antifa took over half of the city of Seattle downtown and ended up starting their autonomous zone? Where were you when Portland Antifa members burned down buildings and attacked people left and right? I thought you were about the rule of law. I thought you were about not hating your political opponents. I thought you were about people getting along in nonpartisanship, yet we haven't heard a single thing from you from the last two years, and all of a sudden you're here to go after Trump. You're a jerk. You're a hack. You're a phony. You're a farce, and we see right through you. This is The Voice Reason. I'm Andy Hoosier. We'll see you back on the radio tomorrow. Podcast going up a little bit. Have a great Tuesday. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. While you listen to the delightful broadcast of The Voice of Reason, don't forget to check us out and follow us on all of our social media sites. Whether you're using Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Minds.com, or Instagram, we're there for you. Find us at Hoosier Reason on any of your social media platforms. You'll see special commentary, links to the articles and news that we use on the show, and videos of the broadcast. Plus, you can directly send us a message on social media during the show to let me know your thoughts. Many already do, and it's a great chat room for all of our great listeners. And you can always sign up for the Patreon site to get exclusive content, maybe hear show products before we air them on the radio, and a lot more. And when you support us on Patreon, you also help the show be able to fight for conservative values each and every day. So it's a win-win. Just find us at Hoosier Reason on all of your social media platforms, or you can find a link to all of our social media sites on our website at HoosierReason.com. We know you're on social media already, so bring some reason into your day. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do.